Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hi there, I'm Randad Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Here's what it sounds like right now at the spot near downtown San Jose that Google wants to buy. Light traffic, not much going on. Okay, now here's the sound of what I imagine San Jose thinks it might be like if Google's plan comes true. Yeah, so Google wants to build this so-called village near downtown San Jose that could mean a ton more jobs and more life downtown. First, the city council needs to vote this Tuesday whether to sell off several properties to Google. We are going to tell you all about it. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay. Well, the first thing I want to ask you, Tanya, is uh, how big is this Google Village supposed to be? It's pretty big, about 22 acres okay. uh, right adjacent to the downtown. I would say about 10 to 15 city blocks. So that's pretty okay. significant. Tanya Mosley is the senior editor of KQED Silicon Valley Desk. Can you give us a sense of like what the area is like right now? It's really industrial, I would say. So um, there is the Diridon station, which is the old train station. And it's not really, um, it's used, used for Caltrain right now, but there's a proposal for BART to come into that area. But then all around there is um, like automotive shops, um, old uh, factories that uh, put together parts, machinery. Um, they're kind of nondescript buildings. And then there's a small little neighborhood about a three block radius where there are residential homes. And the biggest landmark is the SAP Center. So that's the arena where um, Sharks play. folks have concerts and things like that. Yeah. Why is it so important that Google create this village in San Jose? So Google is it has become so big that they need more space. So Mountain View just isn't cutting it. That campus is filled to capacity. But also, Google found that the majority of their employees live either in Mountain View or south of Mountain View. We're talking 70%. And so if you're in this area at any time around 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, what you'll see Mm. is something that's the opposite of, say, San Francisco, where you see a bunch of folks driving outside of San Francisco to go home. Here, what you find is 101 filled to capacity headed south into San Jose, because San Jose, although it's a huge city, it's a bedroom community, and the majority of employees live in this region. Can I just say, whenever I hear the word village, I either think of something exclusively for me or not for me at all. Mm. And I wonder what we mean, what we're even talking about when we're talking about a village. 
Okay, so it's yeah. an interesting phenomenon that we have found over the last 10 years or so where tech companies are calling um, their campuses villages or even campuses as if it's like a college right. campus. Right. But truly, um, this village is supposed to be integrated into the city. And what it is is not only a place for their employees um, to work, but it's an open plan that allows folks to walk through. There's going to be... Um, open spaces where there can be cultural activities that happen, a farmer's market, um, and a trail that's supposed to also go through there, and restaurants, and retail, and housing as well. Okay. So something that's open to the public that may have the Google stamp, but it feels very much like maybe a neighborhood in the city. Right. And what's really interesting about this is we have not seen this yet in the Silicon Valley. If you think about other campuses, they really are a closed space. You might be able to go to one or two outside spaces that are open to the public, but generally those campuses are closed. Right, right. So I feel like I've been hearing about this Google Village for a long time. Uh, Can you tell us when these talks started? We started to know about them publicly about two years ago, uh, that this is something that could happen. Google has scooped up another big piece of land in downtown San Jose. It just bought a big parcel at the corner of San Carlos and Montgomery Streets. And then, say last October, the city and Google went into talks, these informal talks where they were talking about buying up this land. While Google, San Jose and Santa Clara County tried to hammer out a deal to buy 16 pieces of government-owned land, The tech giant has been quietly snapping up private property all around its proposed downtown campus. This became a contentious point for uh, this whole thing. Many city workers, including the mayor, the city attorney, and some other folks, signed non-disclosure agreements with Google uh, during their talks. And essentially what they agreed to was not to talk about this proposal for an indeterminate amount of time. San Jose City Council just agreed to deal exclusively with the company to sell 16 big parcels of land owned by the government. We have not seen the non-disclosure agreements, but apparently uh, this is something that's kind of common when you're talking about huge real estate deals. What made this uncommon is that it's a city that is talking with a private company. And many folks here felt like because that happened, that there might be some backdoor deals that were happening and that the public may not be truly aware of everything that's going on. Although there have been lots of public discussion, public meetings, city council meetings, uh, there's an advisory board that um, has on it many members of the community, folks still feel like it was a done deal before it became a done deal. And it's still not a done deal until uh, the final vote on December 4th, Tuesday, that allows Google to buy the land. There have been lots of protests. In fact, there have been protests at every single meeting around um, this uh, Google proposal. So what guarantees do the residents of San Jose have that there's going to be any affordability for people uh, near the Google village or just in San Jose where Google wants to set up a huge place, village? San Jose is already an unaffordable place. So even the talk of a major company coming in and knowing what we've seen in other 
places where um, people feel like they're driven out, especially in Mountain View, for instance, when Google initially came there. There's lots of fear around that. And what uh, Google has proposed that it will do is to provide affordable housing. They've not given a number on that, but Mayor Sam Licardo is pushing for there to be a 25 percent affordable housing number that's mandated. There's a lot of reason to be fearful about what might happen to housing affordability if we fail to squarely address it. The mayor just um, put that out there um, as a proposal a few weeks ago, and city council will talk about it at the next meeting. And so there's lots of support behind it. Google has not flat out said we're not going to do this. They've already said that they will provide housing, but how much housing they will provide is still yet to be seen. But not everyone is in support of this idea of it being a mandate. There's a city council member uh, named Johnny Camus, and he believes that 25% will actually uh, deter growth in the region. Companies have a right to put their headquarters anywhere they want, and they've chosen less laborious, less uh, costly cities to do business with over and over and over again. At the risk of being a little uh, petty, I'm tired of San Francisco getting all the credit. (laughs) Do you expect things to go smoothly on Tuesday? Uh, If you have never been to a San Jose City Council meeting, it starts at 1 o'clock. And even for things that that are not as contentious as this, those meetings can last all the way until 11 p.m. Wow. So they start at 1 in the afternoon? They start at one o'clock. That's impressive. I I expect to see a long docket of folks who want to speak on this before the vote comes through. I expect them to take the full time of the city council meeting. And I wouldn't be surprised if we are watching this well into the night. Wow. Do you expect the city council to approve this? Yes. Many feel that it's a formality. We've gotten to this point. There have been lots of talks and agreements. You said you've been listening and hearing Mm -hmm. about this for what feels like a really long time. But I do think that there will be lots of pushback on the night of this vote. And a lot of issues will come up. But ultimately, I think it will pass. Tanya Mosley is the senior editor of KQED Silicon Valley Desk. Tanya says that if it does pass, Google's not going to start building anything until the Deerdon train station and the new BART line are complete, and both of those are still several years away. So the new Google Village could still be 10 years or more out. I'm Devin Kadiyama. That's it for The Bay. Talk to you Wednesday. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S.